Hello, I'm Austin. And I'm Sean. And in this week's Deep Thoughts and Theories episode, we are going to talk about something about Earth Day. <laughs> On some quick notes about last week, we had decided to take a week break to spend with family around Easter weekend and the Easter week and kind of getting everything back on track. But now we're back. So we are excited and this will be a fun week. So Sean, how was your uh, last two weeks? Last two weeks been busy. Um, didn't do much for Easter. I was busy working, so it was kind of funny. Just the day of people kept on saying like Happy Easter and I'm like, oh, I forgot. Thanks. But so that was good. But yeah. I don't know. Easter was good. And then, yeah, just busy at work and stuff. It's getting a lot more busier since it's becoming hotter and more summertime. Um, same with inventory. There's a bunch of stuff we're doing at work project wise, getting the shop moved around and organized and inventory. Um, but no, it's been good. Just busy. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool. Well, how has your week been? Or last two weeks? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say last two weeks, boy. Yeah uh working working yeah. working working you like it so far still yeah i mean yeah. it's been hard to get into that uh routine of waking up at 5 30 in the morning and then trying not to go to bed until 10 30. so it's yeah. hard but i mean i'm making a lot more money than i was so well, that's good i forget what is it too it's like electrician isn't it yeah, uh, electrician, uh, electrician, data networking, and like programming. Oh, so and I did programming literally. What is today? Saturday. <laughs> so I did programming yesterday. Cool, cool. So that was pretty fun and annoying at the same time. <laughs> but uh, Easter, uh, I mean, I actually saw my mom. Oh. Nice. Yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. But um I saw her for like maybe like 20 minutes and then had dinner with uh my fiance's family and they're all their huge family basically just intermediate uh what do they call that? Uh intermediate family. I think that's what yeah. they call it, right? Yeah. So just had like family dinner and everything. We had vegan meals for us vegans and uh yeah it was uh, pretty good did you guys do like the easter egg hunt and all that with our nephews and uh -huh. stuff so the funny thing about that is uh so <clears throat> Haley's and i guess or my fiance's and i guess my uh aunt and uncle or no niece and nephew that's what they would be niece and nephew they're realtors right so they were actually doing like a easter kind of like party thing for their like realty uh, company. So it was like all these realtors that come together and have like their own booths and stuff like that. <laughs> so uh, my fiance and I went there to support them, but also kind of partake in what stuff they had. They actually had an 18 plus uh, Easter egg hunt. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> and uh, the cool thing was, is they actually had golden eggs that had uh, $20 in them. And then also eggs that had raffle tickets in them. Oh, that's cool. That's and smart, so right? Yeah. And then when you actually entered into the uh, area, <clears throat> you would uh, sign your name and everything, and you'd get like a raffle ticket for like pretty big prizes. So there was like a $700 e-bike that they were giving away, a Samsung 
like, I think it was like a 65 inch, like 4k TV they were giving away and they were just giving all sorts of like expensive things. And I don't know. It was pretty cool. I haven't Easter egg hunted for very long time and uh actually doing that was kind of terrifying because you got all the bigger bigger adults around you yeah uh, it just made it interesting um and let me tell you i literally well somebody actually tried to push and shove me because we could see where the golden eggs was so somebody tried to shove me out of the way right as it started and i was like nope and jumped right over them and dive dove right by the egg to grab it nice so I got 20 bucks. Nice. But no, nice. It, yeah, that seems cool. I oh, yeah, yeah I, I miss that. I'm like, yeah, I remember Easter kind of being fun because it was like hide and seek. But I'm like, yeah, once you become an adult, holidays kind of suck. <laughs> I feel like people need to innovate, make holidays more fun for adults. But yeah, that's cool. Um, Yeah, so that's that's basically my two weeks. Cool. So. OK, let's get right into talking then, shall we? Yeah, first, if you have any questions, comments, or want to be featured in a future episode, email us at uh, deepthoughtstheories at gmail.com. That's deep thoughts and theories, but without the and. And yeah, this week's topic will be about eco-friendly, Earth Day, anything kind of... Earth Day. Yeah. Basically, just anything like environmental. Yeah. Relative. <clears throat> so, since we're talking about that, uh, did you do anything for Earth Day? For Earth Day? No, I did not. I did work at a garden center, but yeah, that's pretty there much it. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, I guess I kind of did something on Earth Day that uh, was good. Programmed LED lights from, a, uh, what are they called? Halogen lights. So, I mean, uses less power. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, so talking about all this stuff the new trends these days is like electric vehicles and hybrids especially where we live where they're trying to make it a state law for any new vehicles after well around 2026 or after where they all have to be electric so like uh, they all have to be electric that's a new law that they made yeah so by 2026 they're supposed to just new vehicles have to be electric huh. Or get, I think it was like electric or like have over like 56 miles per gallon or something. So hybrids. So like, what are your viewpoints on that? Obviously, it sounds like you haven't even heard of that. No, I I, I keep updated on, yeah, like electric vehicles and stuff. But yeah, I, I didn't know that they were going to make a law for it. I don't know. I, I think that could be good. Um, I see positives and negatives um, based around that. But yeah. Uh, so it's... Well, I guess it's like a mandatory thing just on newer vehicles that are produced in 2026 and beyond. So anything before that isn't needing to go electric or anything like that. Okay. It's just, so it's just newer vehicles. Yeah. So it's just whatever is manufactured have to meet that state requirement. Okay. Which is kind of stupid, but I mean, it's good for the environment per se yeah and that, that's why i think it's really good but i feel like for a customer or you know as a client based view i think that could be harmful but 
I, it, it definitely is like electric vehicles are definitely better for the environment. I think a lot of people won't make a change. Um, and yeah, that's the thing I've talked with about uh, with a couple of friends I know is, yeah, I'm like, oh, you know, do you think electric vehicles are yeah. good or bad? And they have their opinions, but I'm like, oh, do you think we'll, you know, all transition to electric vehicles someday? And, you know, everyone says yes, but I'm still kind of hesitant. I don't think we'll completely be all electric but if they have that rule then yeah that sounds like we will <laughs> have to yeah um and you know what uh do you know what classifies an electric vehicle or a hybrid uh i haven't had too much experience with hybrid but i'm guessing hybrid is like gas or electric you can kind of switch between it's not necessarily switching between it's more using the battery and also the gas to help better the fuel economy oh, okay of the vehicle which is why like priuses can get like a, a, gas a giant amount of a not low but high amount of gas mileage oh. um but also create less emissions because it's also using battery power as well so it's using the combination of battery power and gas to l get more gas or i guess miles per gallon but i don't know where it goes if it's miles per gallon or miles per minute yeah and hybrids yeah true that is smart but yeah okay but i guess um have you ever ridden in a tesla yes i have i've test driven a couple before i got my camaro and then yeah it, uber <laughs> and stuff i've driven in some and i really? i love them like i really would want to get one but they're way too expensive even though elon musk says they're affordable and some people think they're affordable but it's still outside my budget range <laughs> i mean I mean, you could sell your Camaro and get a new Tesla now. <laughs> I can't. The monthly payments are like 500 bucks for a Tesla. Mm, I guess that is true. And yeah, I mean, if you buy them outright, like, yeah, the total vehicle price is affordable, but the monthly payments, that's more than what I could, you know, afford. <laughs> but. Yeah. Another good question about this, like, little area topic is that so if everything's it will eventually be transitioned to electric vehicles. Do you think if those electric vehicles are on the road and majority of people have them, do you think they're going to outlaw uh, gas can uh, yeah, okay. powered vehicles? I don't think they will. I think it's going to take us quite a bit, especially if it's just 2016. Um, what, four years from now, I think it's going to take us a lot longer to get away from gas because you know, there's gas vehicles, there's also manufacturing, there's farm, like lawnmowers, you know, there's a bunch of things that kind of use gas as fuel, but, you know. Anything with a motor? <laughs> yeah, true. But your go-karts, your lawnmowers, your weed wagon. Yeah, there's edger, a lot your... of stuff. Until we get more electric stuff, like electric lawnmowers, I, I, I'm i guessing that's probably a you thing, but I don't know. Oh, it is, it is. Four-wheelers, RTVs, you know, like, you know, once we get other electric stuff, then I think that will be fine. I don't even know. Do they have electric motorcycles yet? Um, I don't know about motorcycles, but I know, you know, like uh, your side by sides and razors. They do have electric ones of those. So if they have an electric version of those and an electric version of an ATV, I feel like they probably do have an electric uh, motorcycle. How okay, the thing is, is at least with a gas powered motorcycle versus a gas powered car the motorcycle gets the more miles per gallon than the uh, the car so it gets a very equal amount of uh miles 
versus a car that has like a 17 gallon tank whereas a motorcycle has like two or three gallon tank but can get yeah. a lot of miles so like the motorcycle i'm looking at getting here eventually is uh Ooh. i think it was Kawasaki. no 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 it's actually I, i'm buying it off of amazon believe it or not <laughs> so um but it's a it's literally 198 cc so it's not that bad at all it's just a cafe cruiser just to ride around but um <clears throat> what like so the ca- the gas cap uh the gas tank capacity is 3.2 gallons my passat is 17 gallon or 17 gallon capacity we get 40 miles per gallon in the passat but on this motorcycle it gets 102 miles per gallon so each tank is 350 miles and it costs uh right now where we're living that's around 450 a gallon that's literally like four eight like 13 bucks to fill up and you get 350 miles (laughs) dang yeah that's gonna help a lot (laughs) that's exactly and the crazy thing is is so when you take it into perspective when you go electric since the battery on a motorcycle would be smaller will you have will it be just like a like is it going to be able to take you the same amount same amount of miles that a gas-powered one would or is it going to be significantly less than your cars that will be battery powered it depends um i think yeah i think that's a good kind of way like the pros and cons of electric vehicles because we you know we kind of just skipped that we didn't really say our opinions on what we thought about electric vehicles <laughs> um yeah but yeah i don't know like what's your thoughts on yeah like electric vehicles like in general do you think they're good or bad or yeah what do you think of the pros and cons of having an electric vehicle well being an electrician now working with the master electrician <laughs> we have been talking about this for a, a lot of time so eco-friendly um environmentally uh put like consumers using electric vehicles Mm -hmm. great for the environment amazing but now here's the thing that people don't actually think of is that those electric vehicles how are they getting their power from their own home or from some other place but that's all coming from the grid system which is then powered by at least here coal factories (laughs) yeah same with manufacturing them and all that all the stuff yes just so basically it's counterintuitive when you're using an electric vehicle but you have to charge it and using that charge is coming from a factory that uses coal to make power it can be i mean manufacturing wise yes but like charging it at home and stuff if you can have solar panels and stuff you can use solar energy and solar panels to charge or get energy and then charge your car and but the majority majority of people like 99 percent of people just tap it into their home like they're just regular home power and that is powered by coal factories the only way we have figured out that it would be the most eco-friendly um eco-friendly and least carbon footprint producing uh way would be to have a nuclear power plant because nuclear power plants don't emit any emissions it just has nuclear waste so that was the only thing because windmills uh those like giant windmill things don't produce enough power but also you have to use the ma- you have to maintain them and you have to change them out and 
that requires like manufacturing from other companies. So they're using who knows what to get that stuff all taken care of. So, I mean, the, that is the only way we could think of that would be the best eco-friendly way of doing electric yeah. vehicles. <clears throat> so that was one thing we were all, we were thinking is that even though people are switching to these uh, electric vehicles and that they're, Oh, we're saving the environment and everything. They're literally just using power that's generated by coal anyway. Yeah, definitely. And the funny thing is, is like on the interstate here, if you've ever seen those like electrical chargers on the side of the freeway, if you plug them into those highways, when you plug it in to charge your car, do you know what it does? Not really, no. You plug it in, you pay for it, and then it kicks on this huge diesel generator and it emits carbon monoxide from the diesel engine and then charges your car from that yeah kind of makes so you see yeah. how it's basically taking an electric vehicle yes you as a consumer aren't doing anything to harm the environment with that but it's just getting that to charge yeah. and then another factor is with these electric vehicles there's a lot that goes into making these batteries which with the amount of electric vehicles they're going to have to make to even switch to all this, eventually we're going to run out of that material to make electric, uh, to make these batteries. Yeah. So what one thing we have been trying to figure out is a more efficient way of a battery. And do you know how you would do that? Not really. <laughs> a, um, what was it? So it was actually, Instead of having a battery, it was an engine running off of water. Oh, yeah. I've seen those on TikToks and <laughs> jokes about that. The thing that it's not jokes, it's actually it's real. And the thing is, is like people that like invent them and try to like sell them or stuff like that. Um, They just yeah. die. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> memes about that. Yeah. Well, so that and, it's like, yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually like true. I've even looked it up. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. But it's so like so I actually went through the process, especially with my boss. <clears throat> and do you know how they get the energy from yeah. water to produce just steam? It's like a steamboat, basically kind of just a car. No, that's a, that's a steam engine. No, that's not what oh, it is. Okay, then never mind. That's all right. What I've done a car so, with water. <laughs> no, so because steam engines don't that. That's why they're obsolete because they're not as powerful. So the way a water battery would work is you put water, and I believe it was, uh, I believe it was baking powder, or it was it was some kind of thing to help uh, the conductivity. So you'd put that into a like a little jar or a pickle jar in this case, and you put two prongs, a positive and a negative into it. And then you send an electrical charge through it, which separates the hydrogen from the oxygen. And so you collect that hydrogen that emits off of this uh, oxygen. And, you know, like, uh, what was that uh, blimp called? The one back in the 1950s that exploded. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those blimps are full of hydrogen they are hydrogen so hydrogen is extremely explosive so you take that hydrogen and you combust it which makes this natural and uh very i i don't even think it emits any kind of emission yeah. that makes uh, sense. energy 
So that's how you do that is you just separate the hydrogen from the oxygen and use the hydrogen to create that power. So that's the only way, like that's another way that I could think of, especially with all the amount of batteries that we're going to have to be making for these electric vehicles. Because eventually with the lithium ion batteries or whatever they use in these vehicles, I've never been in an electric vehicle. So they're going to eventually run out of the materials to do that. So yeah, it makes sense. It, it's going to be crazy, but as a consumer standpoint, good on yeah. you. <laughs> good on you. But that makes sense. just remember that you're charging it, but using yeah. coal generated power to charge it. But unless you live in a place that uses nuclear, uh, nuclear, uh, that has a nuclear power plant, then by all means, go ahead. Uh, that's, that's great. So, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I guess that kind of like, so what about you? Like, do you think electric vehicles are actually going to help the environment? I've kind of explained what my thoughts were on that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're good in some cases. Um, Definitely, yeah, like for the environment, just, you know, overall, even though they use like, yeah, coal energy and stuff, I still think it does do a big improvement, you know, just reducing the amount because, yeah, we're still using coal energy to battery them and, you know, charge them um but just not driving around and and, you know having gas in your car helps a lot but yeah and same with like just the power and stuff like with electric vehicles and trucks they're even doing electric trucks um at work we've been talking about electric trucks a lot because my manager he just barely got a new ford truck um and yeah he got he got an electric ford truck and it yeah it kicks ass like it's he really likes it and i drove it and stuff and it's fun he let you um, drive it <laughs> yeah it's kind of a company work car even though it's technically his car too oh i bet the acceleration is ridiculous in that thing, and though. yeah electric vehicles like they're way faster like if they're a truck they can tow a lot like there's just there's a lot of good like why we should switch um same with like yeah like self-driving and self-driving isn't a big one but like if we did semi trucks like Elon Musk, he wants to do um, electric semi trucks that would help a ton too. having all semis and trading routes be electric, you know, that would help out. Um, there's a huge problem with that, you know, drivers uh, being tired and stuff. My uncle, he's a truck driver, but yeah, they have their own situation and stuff with gas prices and just the deadlines they have to meet um, being exhausted and working all the time and just crazy. Uh, yeah so another thing if we're gonna have that many things or that many electric vehicles on the road we just have to find a more like a a better way of creating power yeah definitely because with the current way like yeah we won't be using gas at all after that but i mean to be charging those vehicles it's gonna be a lot more it's gonna ramp, it's gonna up. ramp up yeah and it's just basically like people driving gasoline cars it's gonna be no different yeah definitely and yeah they, like that's that's all the pros i see from having a, electric vehicles and stuff i think it's cool and great and they're more more efficient and stuff like power wise and speed wise and towing wise um but yeah i i i see a lot more cons once you look at just like the people that own electric cars 
um, from like a personal standpoint or from a customer standpoint. Because yeah, like forced off, they're supposed to be relatively cheaper to make and relative relatively cheaper to buy electric cars. However, within like the last couple months, I've seen them sell for about the same or even more than regular gas trucks. And that's just, you know, that's could be people just, oh, let's upsell electric cars and stuff. But they're they're expensive. I mean, I wouldn't say they're relatively cheap like they used to be when Tesla first came out. So yeah, they're kind of expensive when they shouldn't be. What else? Conwise, yeah, just charging. Like not everyone has a house. Some people live in apartments and it just, you know, in general, there's not a lot of charging locations. Um, they're trying to do that and they do have a lot in like California and some locations, but not every place is adapting it yet. A lot, you know, like I can't just install a, you know, electric car charger in my apartment. Like I can't do you that. You can actually, it's not <laughs> so, too hard to, in, uh, install, um, electrical chargers for cars. I mean, literally last or no, it was last week, last week, uh, we actually installed a, uh, an electric charger for Chevy. <laughs> it's not too bad. True. But like a basic consumer probably can't no, do it. I, I would not recommend it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> would not recommend it. Especially, yeah. Like even if you did have a house, like I've seen some YouTube videos, but it's like, yeah, people tap into their main house power, like you said and stuff. And like that, that requires some knowledge. And but the thing is, is you can call your local electrician and you can ask them like, hey, can you do this for me? And they'll be like, probably, or like majority of majority they're going to probably be like yeah yeah but again that's costing money like that's unnecessary money yeah i mean i get it you're saving money not spending it on gas but i don't know i just i feel like that's a waste of money where it's like hey let's install this but... yeah so i'm looking at tesla prices right now and the cheapest yeah. one right now the model 3 rear wheel drive base price is $46,990 Fully loaded would yeah. be $63,490. The most expensive yeah, but... is Model X played. And that's $138,990. Yeah, they're expensive. They're not affordable like when they first came out. When they first came out, they were like, yeah, maybe twenty six, thirty thousand, which was okay, but they're ridiculous now. <laughs> um, another con I see is, yeah, just kind of the batteries themselves. Um, kind of two categories I look at it, but like, um yeah like you said the mileage um how far can you get there might be charging stations but still like i don't know I, if i want to do a road trip i want to make sure you know i can do a road trip i don't want to worry about oh how far can i get or yeah when do i have to charge and uh, some people complain and be like oh well you have to do that with a gas car anyways you have to hit gas stops and you take breaks anyways yeah but which makes the sense the problem is is that to stop just, the gas yeah. station or anything like that in a regular gas car doesn't take two hours. Whereas charging a vehicle is going to take at least two hours to get the full mileage. Yeah, it, it takes a while. And I just, yeah, it's not fun having that mindset the whole time. Well, you know, just thinking about it and worrying about it, but I don't know, maybe that's not a big problem. I haven't owned one, but it seems like it would be a problem. They just need to somehow wow. implement solar panels into the Tesla's. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. And Elon Musk probably will. Um, the other problem I have is I haven't seen it, but at the same time, I don't think we've had electric cars long enough to see the effect 
But like, you know how when you get a phone or a laptop or anything with a battery in it, like after what, five years or three years, you kind of have to charge it more and you just, you can tell it's, you know, it just becomes less effective. Um, that happens a lot with batteries. Um, and yeah, I just, I feel like car batteries, like that's not really smart too. Like, oh, I've had my Tesla for five years and now the battery, I have to charge it like once a week or, you know, once every other day. Like, you know, I just, I don't want to have that hassle and, you know, be like, oh, I have to maintain my battery for my car. And they're probably, you know, not ex not cheap. They're probably expensive to replace and all that. But yeah, I think um, if I remember correctly, uh, somebody actually is my boss that was telling me that uh, one of his friends, Tesla, he got in a car accident and it uh, pretty much destroyed the batteries. You know how much it costs to replace his batteries? How it was much? he was he was quoted and it was like over twenty thousand dollars. That's like half of your car, basically. Like, yeah, exactly. That is what your car and he, is. And he, after he heard that, he was like, nope. Yeah. And, so, and I mean, some people counteract that, you know, idea with like, oh, well, you don't have to pay for like oil changes or maybe you do still. But, you know, like maintenance wise for gas vehicles more than an electric vehicle. But still, I'm like, even like for small, small repairs and small parts, like, electric vehicles are a lot more expensive than regular cars and that's the same with the same thing with like sports cars like if you buy a sports car parts and just you know maintenance is a lot more expensive than a non-sports car you know but like yeah. i don't know just maintenance over yeah you have to do less maintenance but you still have to do more expensive maintenance on a yeah, car. yeah exactly so here's a here's the thing to your question so every ten thousand miles a uh, tesla th model three goes at least this is with their research. Um, every 10,000 miles, it uh, degrades about 2.9%. That's a lot. 2.9? I mean, I don't know. That sounds like a lot. But... So this uh, company, their Tesla Model 3 has lost 7% of their battery capacity in 24,000 miles. Yeah. That, I don't know. I just, I don't like that. I mean, I right now, I already have to replace my phone. My phone sucks, but I just, I always hate that just oh yeah my batteries suck and i have to replace it and yeah yeah that's a thing that's been bugging me for like the last five years i'm surprised no one has found a different way to do batteries or just in general energy but i don't know i, I gotta tell you man water <laughs> I, but i i feel like they like it though i feel like they like doing that because it's like oh your phone becomes crappy or your car becomes crappy cool buy a new <laughs> new model or buy a new you know thing compared to you know just oh it lasts forever here you go like yeah yeah uh, and i mean you can still replace the battery but i mean with each battery you use it's just the you i'm pretty yeah. sure majority of people don't recycle them so yeah probably not but i don't know so that's yeah that's the downsides that i see um there's probably a couple others that i can think of but I don't know. In general, yeah, they're just kind of expensive and not as set and set in the system, kind of. Yeah. Not popular, but. Yeah. All right. So, what exactly do you think we can do to help the environment now and possibly in the future? Um, there's lots of things going on in the environment. There, I mean, there's global warming. There's trash, uh, forest fires. I mean, there's there's a crap ton of things going on now <laughs> um i don't know like what 
I don't know. I think we can do a lot better on like, I think global warming is probably an easy one. Not easy, but like we should focus on that one probably the most. Um, just, yeah, the winters and summers, like the last four years or five years, it's been chaotic and maybe it's just Utah, but I mean, I feel like everyone's seen a change, but we have like no winters now and we have like long summers and I don't know. It, it seems Returning different. Tropical. Returning tropical. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know that forest fires. I mean, that's just going to happen because of uh, whatever you call it. Global warming. Um, forest fires aren't caused by global warming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. It's caused well, by it's humans because... and then also just environment. Yeah. But because think, we have. I think you're talking about forest deforest, uh, deforestation where man yeah. literally cuts oh. down trees. Yeah, that we could definitely work on and fix. Um, that would be an under- easy fix, though. That's the thing. Yeah, I understand the need for wood and stuff, but find something else like plastic or I don't know, do no, something not, else. Not plastic. Biodegradable plastic. Or what about? I'm I'm pretty sure. Like, what about bamboo? Plant more trees. Like, why not just plant trees once you cut trees down? Like, I don't get why they did that from the start. Why did they just, oh, we're using the trees and not planting it back? Or well, I mean, you're talking to the same people that freaking was like, oh, let's just kill all these dodo birds. Yeah, true. They were so cute, and I wish they were here still. <laughs> hey, I, I still killed them in Ark. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, they're beautiful. Okay, but uh, yeah, environment, how how we can help the environment. I mean, it just takes us, really. Like, we're a big thing into, like, it's, we are, I don't even know how many there, how many people are on this earth now. There's like 7.8 billion or something. Out of that 7.8 billion, there's probably, I don't know, at least one to two billion of people around our age i would assume so i mean we're doing some good stuff like you know i forget what they're called but teams ocean and team trees and stuff like mr beast and all the you know all that stuff's going on yeah but like honestly it just takes us doing like small little things because small little things could all add up to one big thing so, I mean, like more recycling and stuff, uh, stuff like that, because at least I try to recycle. I mean, I know a lot of people don't, but. Oh my God. But. Uh, my fingers aren't working, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, and, and just like the electrical, the electric vehicles, like, I mean. Yeah, we would be doing our part, but. At least here, we're using coal factories that power our plants or power our houses. So, I mean, you take all these electric vehicles that are needing a lot of voltage and amperage. I mean, that's like a lot of power into a vehicle. And then if you have neighborhoods upon neighborhoods of just electric vehicles, like one, two or three just plugged in at once. The grid system here has never been upgraded. So that is just isn't it's not gonna work that's the thing here it won't work we have to come up with some way of clean energy and then you could use that for 
electric vehicle charging. And I bet that will reduce a lot of emissions if you do change it into that. But not completely outlawing gasoline vehicles. It's just electric vehicles would be more preferred. But I don't know how that would go about that. And Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of agree. I think it's kind of the same. I think it's not so much... I, I think we should do stuff too, but I think it's very unlikely that everyone will, you know, change. I think people will kind of stay the same. Um, but I do think, yeah, like innovation will help a lot um, in multiple ways. Yeah. So, I mean, in the future, I don't think we're going to change, or at least a lot of us will change, but a lot of people are very stubborn. So, I mean, in the future, we probably will most likely not have polar caps anymore. Um, like it, it sucks. Yeah, but it's pro- it's gonna be true. A lot of places are gonna be underwater. I love. Yeah, I love how the next question is. Yeah, where do you think um we will be in the next ten or fifty years? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I guess that kind of answers that as well. Yeah. So like, I. Uh, 50, I think. 50, we'll- Dead. 50 years from now there's going to be less land i think we'll be dead we're okay. just yeah, gone yes yeah, especially gone. <laughs> how for especially how ukraine and russia that war is happening yeah. i mean we're eventually going to get nuked even without that though i just i don't know i think we've just lost i think humanity is just screwed either way but i mean we're trying to fix it but i, I feel like it's too late for most of the stuff <laughs> We got to find a new planet. Go Elon Musk. I'm kidding. But I don't know. Yeah. Where do you think we would be? <sighs> let's let's start with 10 years. 10 years out. We're probably still alive. 10 years. We would be if, well, if yeah. Russia doesn't nuke us. <laughs> but <laughs> um, 10 years from now, I honestly see there's going to be probably 75% of electric vehicles yeah. on the road. There's going to there's got to be. I mean, there's. I feel like they will probably be trying to figure out a way to get better mm-hmm. energy out than all this polluting stuff, which I think will be the next race, will be a more cleaner, efficient way of uh, producing energy at yeah, mass so. amounts. And so that would take a course of like 20, 30 years. So 20, 30 years, we would be getting a lot more um, electric vehicles on the road and all that. And then 50 years from now, same thing. It would just be probably a lot more uh, electric vehicles on the uh, road, not, and maybe like 100%. Maybe there's some people that still drive gasoline cars here and there, but I mean, majority of the cars will be probably electric. Um, Hopefully they would have found out some kind of way of... uh, producing energy at a more cleaner efficient way and in a massive amount yeah and yeah i agree i think it will be mostly electric and yeah hopefully somewhat smarter (laughs) yeah so um yeah i mean that's really what i can what i can envision right now um deforestation though i would say It'd probably be about half and half because since they're trying to replant trees mm-hmm. with them, I mean, but it seems like they're cutting more trees down than what they're planting. Yeah. So, 
by the time the 50 years comes, I think it will start getting greener in some of the forest areas because some of the trees will start becoming a little more mature ish. So, but how about you? Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I think the same. I think electric, like just power wise, I think we'll definitely fix most of that, um, within 10 years, I hope, um, forests, Mm -hmm. I think. I, with the forest and the like plastics in the ocean and stuff, I have seen a lot of like innovation and like smart stuff to help fix that quite easy and quite fast. Um, however, it's just kind of uh, what do you say like money, um, just funding like those inv- inventions. Um, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, like if they had the money, we could fix like plastic in the ocean and like planting trees um, a lot faster and a lot better and we probably could fix that and you know switch it um but i i don't think a lot of people are investing especially like government and like the higher people i think they're just not focusing on it or caring about it um so they're not putting funds and money where they should go um so that probably will stay the same um but i hope it does get the money it need um but yeah. And it also reminded me like plastic wise, I think we'll probably be pretty close to like no plastic, but I mean that's just general consumer. Yeah. As is manufacturing companies and these bigger corporations, who can say what they're gonna be doing? But <clears throat> yeah. So like water levels, how can we rise or lower them? And do you think there's some, it is something that we can fix or do you think no? Yeah, it's, it's funny. Speaking of water levels, like I'm going to go boating in like the next two months in Lake Powell. Um, but yeah, like Lake Powell, they're like struggling with like water because we just haven't got a lot of rain and snow and stuff um, for the last couple of years. Um, but I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I think like raising the water i think that's uh, something we can't really fix um because that's kind of you know global warming and stuff and just not getting enough rain we can't really control any of that um yeah but yeah lowering i mean lowering water levels how or like in what situation kind of (laughs) um well kind of like lowering there, there's not much we could like plastic what? or well no not really i don't know <laughs> what no like the only way i could think of like to lower water levels this is more referencing like oceans um so not as in lakes but more ocean so the only way i could think of is we would have to stop emitting uh my gosh i can't even think we just need to stop emitting emissions and uh because that's a big contributor to uh global warming yeah so i mean if we lower the global warming effect then the polar caps won't melt which will mean that the water levels will lower but at the rate we're going and it's inevitable that they're gonna melt a lot of places are just going to be underwater and I don't think there's anything we're going to be able to do to stop it, nor is there going to be everybody on board of stopping emitting emissions. Okay. Like that that. makes sense. Now I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I forgot. I didn't think of like cities being flooded and all that. Like the 
countries I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. Hawaii or Italy. Yeah, I don't think or... about that stuff. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> apparently Italy is actually built on stilts. Did you know that? Yeah, that's well, not that smart. One of the cities. <laughs> well, I mean, it's because of the rising water yeah, levels. True. And uh, I think they were talking about, like, Florida or someplace down south there in the U.S., where they're like, we may have to put the city on stilts because the water's rising pretty low, high. So that's why you just make houseboats because um, everyone lives on a boat. <laughs> oh yes, because you know that would be yeah, so no, fun. Not at all. <laughs> all right. So last question of this episode: Who are the main culprits of water usage? And how about plastics and other materials not biodegradable? Ooh, that's a fun one. Uh, main corporate of water usage. It, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but it's definitely farmers. Um, farming people are definitely corporate on water usage. Um, I forget what my sister, she works at KSL. She does like news and stuff. But apparently, in, specifically in Utah too, there's like a big farmer i don't know who owns the land or what it was called but like there's a huge farmer like that owns lots of land in utah and all of his like farming gets water from like this old old water system kind of um that yeah just was never updated but basically it's just using a lot more water than it is necessary for his land and his farms um and they looked into it like replacing a lot of the farms in utah and stuff um, to like a new water system that is kind of on timers and stuff and not wasting water and, you know, can clean water and stuff. Yeah, it would be it was like expensive. I think it was like up in the billions to replace the whole water system. However, it would have saved us a lot of money in like the long term. Um, but yeah, he was using like quite a bit. I think he was like 20 percent of water usage wastage or something. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well. I would have probably never yeah, guessed that. Yeah, and I didn't know that uh, either until my sister was complaining about it for like a week. But I'm like, oh, wow. Farming. Yeah, so I, I guess I could see yeah. that. So yeah. um, what about plastics and other materials that are not di- biodegradable? Plastics and all that. I'm, I don't really think it's anyone's fault, but probably like, yeah, kind of a third. We like world countries like Africa and stuff. Um, Just the kind of the cities and the places that are not well developed um and have the systems in check like you know trash removal and like uh irrigation systems and just stuff like that to kind of prevent trash and waste getting into the ocean and lakes um yeah i don't know that's kind of my main corp my my main corporate corporates whatever usually the undeveloped uh countries are within inland of africa so they're not by the ocean. Yeah, but like, but, yeah, green lines, so I guess, yeah. or lakes, or, yeah. But yeah, I can understand. Uh, I think it was like, oh my gosh, I was watching a documentary one time, and I think it was like India or someplace where they just basically throw all their garbage and like human oh, yeah. fluids and everything just out onto the yep. street, and it is so nasty. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, main culprits of the water usage, I honestly thought it would have been like, I don't know, like 
big corporations. <laughs> but no, I guess it's farmers. That makes yeah. sense. Because like, yeah, um, it's just like for food and all that, which makes sense. But it's just they're so old and they never yeah. updated their systems and stuff. So yeah, it just makes sense. And then plastic wise, plastics and other materials, not biodegradable. Main culprits, I would have to say, are major corporations. Huh. Especially working in distribution centers because they don't give a rat's ass who freaking recycles or what. It just all goes into the garbage. Either that be like 10 to 20 pounds of freaking plastic film each day just straight into the garbage where it just goes into the dump. Yeah. Or just anything that could be recycled just gets thrown in the trash. So like distribution centers, uh, I know Best Buys are pretty good at recycling stuff, even when it comes to electronics and uh, and all that other stuff. Cardboard and the the only thing that these places do recycle is cardboard. Yeah, that makes sense. I I mean, I was working at Amazon warehouse. I know Amazon, it's mostly just cardboard, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I can see corporate. Yeah, so that's one thing I've always thought about when I was working, when I worked at the distribution center for like a local owned company here. I'm like, we are just throwing away so much plastic crap, like what you use to wrap pallets. We just threw so much away. I'm like, this could just be recycled. Like, we're some way of recycling it and then reusing it. Like, it's just ridiculous. I mean, that's not really causing... Like, I get recycling is important and stuff, but I mean, if you still put it in the trash, it's still going somewhere that it needs to. Like, it's not just in the middle of the street or, like, in the ocean. And I don't know. Sean, do you know how long it takes plastic to buy, like, like 15 degree? years or 50 years? Like, it takes a long time. Try a couple hundred to, a like, at least... Let me, let me actually look it up for you. It's a lot. It's true, but, like... Yeah, I guess. Okay, so how long does plastic take to decompose? Oh, let's see. I don't know. That's very hard, mm-hmm. though, too, because I feel like a lot of people are undereducated on how, like, I don't know what you would call them even, but, like, the like where the trash goes and the recycle goes, like, the what do you call those facilities, those places, but trash building things i don't know <laughs> dumps i guess kind of dumps <laughs> but like i swear i remember watched uh like it was like a documentary or something it was like a how it's made kind of video but like apparently it doesn't matter if you recycle or not because like some factories and some recycling plants automatically like their machines automatically sort through what's recyclable or not so it technically doesn't matter if we do it because the factories and well, manufacturers do Let's just go into waste management and see if they have machines that do that. Sure they do. I'm going to find that somewhere now. Okay. So plastic bags take 20 years. Plastic straws take 200 years. Plastic water bottles take 450 years. Shampoo bottles take 100 years. Six-pack plastic rings take 400 years. Coffee pods take 500 years. Uh, Plastic cups, 450 years. Disposable diapers, 500 years. Plastic toothbrushes, 500 years. So it just takes a lot of time for them to bio, like to uh, decompose. So it's just 
we'll run out of space before they actually start decomposing. That's the thing. Yeah, true. And I mean, you could just recycle it and use it for other stuff, like other garbage that we throw away. We can't recycle that. Well, I mean, you probably could, but it wouldn't be ideal. But like recycled cardboard, recycled paper, recycled plastic. I mean, all this gets used into other stuff. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so um, you got anything else, Sean? I don't. I think that is pretty much it. All right, cool. And that is it for me. And uh, one more time, if you have any questions or comments about this episode or any other episodes or future episodes or just want to be featured in one of our upcoming episodes, don't forget to email us at deepthoughtstheories at gmail.com. That's deep thoughts and theories, but without the end. I'm Austin. Sean. And have a good night. We'll see you guys on the next one.